If it's been a little while since you've run one kilometer, don't don't get up. Don't don't go out and try and run it as fast as you can right now. That's the kind of thing you you want to ease into. But if you have run one kilometer in your life, think back to gym class. Think back to how hard it is to run it fast. And let's put it in this perspective. If you're going to run a kilometer and you're going to run it in less than five minutes, that's hard. You are really feeling as though you are running fast. If you are to do it in, let's say, under four and a half minutes, that's almost impossible. It, it really is. Then let's picture that it is possible for you. You might need a, a cape on the back in, in order to do this. But let's picture you can do it in under four minutes. And now let's kind of add that one kilometer onto another kilometer and onto another one until you get 42 kilometers. That is what Lanny Marchant was able to do on the weekend. Ran the New York City Marathon, finishing in two hours, 32 minutes and change, which for most of us, we could not race Lanny at that pace for one kilometer and be ahead of her. We would be way, way back. And again, don't try this if you haven't been running in a while. Ease, ease into that. Do some walking, maybe a light jog. Congratulations to Lanny Marchant, who joins us now. Lanny, how are you feeling? Oh, I'm feeling all right. I'm a little bit sore and tired, but uh, that's par for the course after running um, such a long way at a quick speed. <laughs> that was amazing. I mean... Do you are you able to put into perspective how hard that is for for you to do, or is that just something that you, you do naturally and say, yeah, that's that's just what I do? <laughs> um, well, typically I would be looking. I would have been looking to run a bit quicker. Actually, um, I am a two twenty eight marathoner, so I was a little bit slower than my best. But I, um, much like you were alluding to at the start, like if you haven't run in a while. <laughs> Um, it's hard to get back into it. And I had a, a series of injuries and illnesses and life traumas that took me out of high-level running for the last five years. So getting out there and running the 232 was a huge way of saying uh, I'm back and don't count me out. Uh, and then just generally for everyone else out there, like it just shows don't give up. Like I didn't know what running was going to let me do further in my career, but I stuck with it and... Yeah, 2.32 is is a good time. I'm, I'm really happy with it, and it just shows there's there's more in the tank. Well, that's amazing to hear for all of your fans across this country and in the United States as well. Lanny, let's talk a little bit about overcoming some of what you did. How close did you get to wondering whether you would race in something like a marathon or have a shot at going to an enormous world-class event again? Um, I, there's definitely been some bleak moments over the last five years where I just didn't think that it was in the cards for me. Um, seems like every year I just was having to have another surgery or I'd get really sick again, or I'd lose another friend or family member to drug overdoses, suicides, cancers. It's just been, um, five years of a lot of loss and a lot of hardships. And I really just didn't know if 
I get enough momentum to get back on the start line. Um, and then this spring, I had a close friend. Um, I found him. Um, he had succumbed to an overdose, and I found him in his apartment. And that's where I really thought, this is it. Like, I just, I can't keep pushing and forcing this anymore. And the beauty is as soon as I stopped forcing it, and I actually just listened and ran when I wanted to run and trained when I wanted to train, it gave me a new purpose. And that's what I lined up for in New York is I ran for an addiction center based in New York, Release Recovery. And I just wanted to make sure I highlighted those in our in my life that struggled and didn't quite win their battle and that I was going to do my best to win my battle for them and get to the finish line. London's own, Lanny Marchand joining us. Lanny, how often did you think during the course of the race about that and about what you were doing and and those friends of yours who you had lost? Um, Quite a bit. I uh, ran with a necklace that my dad gave me. My dad uh, passed away just after the 2016 Olympics of an overdose. Um, he was a chronic user. So I ran with a necklace he had given me. I had a tattoo on my arm um, in the handwriting of the friend that I found um, who passed away this spring from an overdose. Um, and so I just kind of every so often thought of them. And then especially the last couple kilometers where my legs were just trashed because they weren't ready for that distance just yet. Um, that's where I really made sure and just ran with them in my heart and knew that it didn't matter what the time looked like when I crossed the finish line. I just needed to cross uh, for them. Well, considering all of that, the fact that you ran as well as you did is even more remarkable and obviously even more special. What do you do from from now, Lanny? Have, have you made that decision or is that still something that you're going to take some time to think about? I'm uh, I'm excited about running. This kind of did reinvigorate my uh, love for the sport and for racing. Um, I have because I haven't raced in about five years. Nothing major, anyway. And so this reminded me that I, I am kind of good at this sport. <laughs> um, <laughs> but the next the next couple months will be about making sure my body recovers well from the race, and that anything I decide to do going forward, I want to make sure I hold that same purpose that I'm running for health and recovery and um, I'm running to make sh- like to ha- to enjoy it, and if that gets me on the start line of bigger races again, fantastic. If it just means I run for other initiatives and foundations, then that's fantastic as well. Uh, is it ever? When you talk about the love for the sport, reinvigorating the love for the sport in order to be a world class runner, as you've been for so long, it it has to be so all-consuming. The, the training is, is so vigorous. Is it something that, that does become a, you know, a labor sometimes more than a love? I mean, we all have times where we hate our jobs. <laughs> we all, there's always those mornings that you don't want to get up and go to work. So those are to be expected. Uh, what was happening with me was that it was just such a struggle. My body would be so sick or so broken or my heart would be so broken over losing so many people that just getting out the door felt like an insurmountable task sometimes. And I don't want running to ever feel like that again. So I'm in a place now where I look forward to it and I enjoy it, much like anyone else with their job. You might enjoy your job, but you're going to have a day here and there where you, you dislike it. So I expect to still have those days but I don't expect it to feel so daunting as it did um, during periods of the last five years. 
What was it like? You mentioned you had to push those legs, but what was it like to see that finish line coming in New York City? It was surreal. Um, it was something that I kind of joked about that this New York Marathon 2016 was the last professional race that I did before everything got really hard and my life got really difficult and all these waves started crashing on me. So it was really surreal and um, it felt proper that I crossed the finish line five years later and I'm hopeful that it closes the circle. Pandora's box is now closed and the five years of hardships can be over now and I can have years ahead of me of things trending upwards and being better. Well, let's hope so. Lanny, thank you for being so willing to talk about what you've been going through. And, again, congratulations. It's so good to be able to see you out on the course doing what you do so well. Thanks so much for the time today. Keep safe. Yeah, thank you for having me. That's Lanny Marchant. Lanny is one of the top runners this country has ever seen. And it's been difficult for her to do that, as she says, over the last five years. And here's hoping that that has now turned a corner in her life and she can get back to doing that because it is something that she absolutely excels at.